if you bowl upside down bowl and it's got another bowl on leaf and you're just hitting the sides and it's making like a like a, a harmonious like uh echo and it oh, oh, i'm gonna have to look it up is that the dome breaker the, the dome breaker. <laughs> Stop, dude! I want a I'm weapon. Sorry, I, I don't want know to what's call it, it was like a, literally like a large club <laughs> and call it the dome breaker. It's a big like... old hit, no club or a hammer. <laughs> He's like intrepid. A... Hear me, dome breaker. Make it. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome back the Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back the cult master man, mastermind. Greetings. Armored cell, drinking from his uh, is that a skull oh, of your enemy or what is that? Yeah, the blood like... of his enemies. I mean, I would, I would think. Oh, okay. Right? I mean, I'm talking about some dark overlord stuff and things, so you know, you should know that, bud. It's cool. Gary Goblin. I got, I got one for you today, Daedalus. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Before we dig in. Welcome in everybody joining us live today. But before we do dig in, gotta give a shout out to this home of this podcast, which is over at asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch over on YouTube. Uh, thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Speaking of the show and the homies, you want to do us a solid? Oh, you do? Well, go check out our pinned post over on Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder on Twitter. Right there, pinned to the top, you will see all the podcast places, one of which just happens to be iTunes. So if you haven't already, go give us five stars, leave us a review, and the comment there will be read live. Speaking of which, I need to go check it again, because who knows, there could be have been one that I'm missing. But uh, I think we'll do an Alpha 2 giveaway whenever we get to like maybe 50, which is only like like 25 more away. So if you're looking to get an Alpha 2 and you haven't already done that, like, what are you waiting for? All right, cool. Also, Knights of the Phoenix, we are recruiting. I do apologize, everybody. We usually do community nights until we get to like March-ish. Sims a little all over the place right now, man. Okay. Um, and if you you missed out on the, the clip from last week from the show where someone... Uh, it's called chaos. You can check it on the uh, on Twitch if you haven't seen it yet. So I want to say uh, once again that that's bullshit. But hey, thanks for joining us today, everybody. Episode two one two on two one two. If you didn't realize it, today's the twelfth of February two twelve, and this is episode two twelve. Who knows when something like that'll happen again? But welcome in, friends. Um, is it Siri? Is that how we're gonna say this? Go ahead and contemplate it if you're not sure, because when we start talking about them cosmetics, we're going to, have to figure that out. But uh, catch up with the cast. How you been doing, gentlemen? Daedalus, Armored Cell, what you been up to since last time? How the hell you doing? I, I might have played a little bit of Hogwarts Legacy, like 30 hours plus since launch. Loving the issue. heck out of that. Yeah, mm. loving the heck out of that game. So, yeah, that's been pretty much what I've been 
doing it in my spare time outside of the work thing. So yeah, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. I can't wait for you to get into it, buddy. You're going to love it. I'm so ready. I really genuinely am, man, but the book's got my attention so far. I know, I know, I know priorities, man, it's but I'm so hard, you, dude. I, I, I will. This is going to be your reward. I'm telling you, you're <sighs> going to be like, you're just going to be like drinking it in. You're going to love it. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. I'm going to have some long, it. I'm going to have some long stream days. I'm going to tell you. I'm just gonna yeah. sit, kick back, right, and just. I, I have a mm. feeling I'm gonna get kicked to the curb this Thursday. I'm just saying. Oh no, no! Don't say that! Don't say that! It's, it's that good. I'm telling you, it's that good. You're like, oh, oh, one quest, man. One more quest. If that happens, <laughs> I'm gonna. I, you know what? You know what guards you against that happening? Because once is understandable if I'm gonna try to finish a game, but we do it twice, and your homies are waiting for you to do it, like. At, and he's already saying something like kick to the curb that it's like, well, if I do it, I'm a biggest douche ever. So now the guilt of being that guy is so overwhelming that now it's no longer possible, even if it was in the cards, which I'm not saying it was. Armored Cell, how about you, man? Uh, just being a role player in Rust at the moment. I'm not doing, like, last, last week I sort of got destroyed with code rating, so that was a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. The um, but this time we're just chilling out playing like just building a little village building like 30 40 bases just making like a little cowboy town sort of thing all right pretty fun yeah, nice relaxing that's cool and i always like doing I, did stuff like some, I did come across another hacker though it was this time uh like you you know how like they spin around and they're like looking around everywhere and then mm-hmm. so a normal gun just shoots once this guy was shooting like like a machine gun but it was meant to be like a one shot like shotgun he's right. flying around everywhere he was just so i got that on stream that was a bit funny did you oh nice yeah he got he got banned within like the hour though so that was (laughs) get wrecked son yeah get wrecked Right on. Well, I mean, it's good to see, it seems like you're taking it like a little bit easier. I mean, and to the people that decided to be here today, even though the Super Bowl is happening, unlike Arthas, who just chose what we weren't as important today. <laughs> He's not here. He's both the devil. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I do have a surprise for everybody. Um, my week went good. I wish I could say I did a whole lot. Uh, I genuinely... Ugh, it was the book. I mean, it was nothing but that. It's like I've just don't, been in that don't world. Minimize your passion, my friend. You did yes. a lot this week. You wrote a lot. I did. I've 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 written somewhere in the area of like thirteen thousand words, which it was supposed to be twenty k ish this week, but I ended up feeling like horrible because it was like raining nonstop. I talked about it before we got started with the show today. I did. Oh, it was so hard, man. There was like two things that stopped me. Like, oh. I had I took off on on uh, Friday because I was gonna do Hogwarts, but I was like, dude, I had two days where I didn't get to write because I felt horrible because just my mood was down and I was achy because the weather was horrible here. And then I was like, I've got to make up for it. I would refuse to be doing less than three chapters a week, right? So, and I didn't. I did three chapters um, this week, just like last week, which is fantastic. Um, but the point is, is that. Uh, I saw everybody on Friday doing Hogwarts, and I was like, "Oh man, I want, I want everybody else. Is, uh, they're all playing. They've been playing since like Wednesday, and I'm like, I'm not. I want to, and I had the game sitting there, 
And I was like, I can take a baby step and, and just show myself what I have to look forward to. So like I immersed myself for like an hour one day or whatever, when I was like getting woken up, I was drinking my coffee so I could excuse it. Right. And so I was like waking up that morning and I was like, went to the wizard dream world and actually took their quiz. Right. Which is like, you, you can connect your account, and get cosmetic stuff. So I connected it, connected it. I think to my Twitch too. So I'll have drops whenever I'm, whenever I do stream and like, um, I, I did the quiz. And so it, it told me I was in uh, Gryffindor and I was like, awesome. That's where I wanted to be. But the sorting at decided I was going to go there. And then I did uh, the wand thing and it was like a 10 and I think it was like 10 and three quarter uh, semi pliable or whatever wand with a Phoenix feather through the middle. And I was like, Oh my God, that's cool as shit. Cause I'm Phoenix. Right. And then and then it got to the uh, Patronus, and I was a mink, which at first I was like, I don't know, man. But then I saw the little thing. I was like, you know, it's a lot like a cat. I'd probably love that as a pet. So that kind of felt like it could work, too. And then um, we were talking about it in the pre-show, you see. Uh, and uh, Daedalus, what was yours? What was yours from? Your your you, wand? You, you, you know what it was. It was a stallion, bro. It, it was, was a stallion? stallion. Not yeah, but the horse—it was a stallion. But in the pre—in the pre-show, in the pre-show, here's how it happened, right? He was like, "Yeah, I was a, I was a, I was a horse, a stallion." He was like, <laughs> and he did that. And you're like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay," because we we all don't know what that means. <laughs> but I won't um, assume anything. But I do come bearing a gift today. The gentleman's seen already. I'm stoked about this, man. So I said last year it would take about February till we get this in. Extra Life sent the medal. That's right. Our gold medal for 2022, raising a ton of funds. There it is. There's our gold medal for 2022's Extra Life charity event we did with uh, Intrepid. So there it is. So now I've got to figure out how I want to like hang this and do stuff with it. Uh, that'll probably not happen until. And it's actually metal. It's like actually kind of a heavy thing i was like oh my god okay it's not like you know spray painted gold plastic metal or anything it's like <laughs> you know because i wasn't expecting it to actually be heavy it's actually heavy that's cool so there it is yeah we got our uh yeah and interestingly really enough cool. daedalus is wearing the truly legendary shirt from that event too so talk about timing man there it is isn't that awesome feels good man yeah i'll, I'll get a little bit left out i still haven't got my uh ashes yeah. robe yet there's no, there's no <laughs> Ashes Pathfinder's robe yet. I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah, really a Dark Overlord, I mean, Ashes Pathfinder robe. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. Wow, dude, I saw what you did there. I saw that. I did order a couple new shirts, though. I actually, uh, I think I have the new Ashes Pathfinder. This is just the word one. But the other one's got yeah. the word, and it's got, like, the Harbinger Sky stuff in the background. I thought was, that was cool. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that one should be in somewhat soon, so... Um. Did I see that your character's name was Tom Riddle? I wasn't sure if I saw no, that. No, dude. No, you did not. Don't clip it. You, you did not yeah. see that. Yeah, you do. No, you, you clip didn't. That right now. It's, mm -mm. it's already clipped. You just, you, you thought it's not to clip it, name. and it was clipped already. That's I not the name. I know who's cool. in the chat right now. No, it's not the name, uh, but it is the name of my character that I'm going to be playing actually is a character from my world. 3,000 years after the first 
the events of the first book that I'm writing right now, which is where the second one picks up anyway. So that's interesting. Yeah. So I already spoiled what my name was. I find <laughs> Nathan it pretty funny every time he talks, Nathan Fillion. <laughs> <laughs> every time he talks, I just get tickled, especially when he's casting spells and you can really? see his name. <laughs> he's even got the hair too. I was like, it's great. That's hilarious. You imagine if he was like, a, if it was a multiplayer game and you were running around like, that's fun, dude. Yeah, get mobbed. Yeah, dude, it's it's been a good week, dude. But uh, oh, there, there, there's the clip. It's not true. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't click on it. Don't give it more views than it needs. All right, it's already got one because Alfina made it. Don't, 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 don't increase this narrative. No, Just there's a link. I have to click on it. No, dude. Um, gentlemen, now to get on course here with uh, our ashes stuff, right? We've got the uh cosmetics to look at there's some there's some stuff i want to talk about there and we'll i'll throw those up in a second we got the dev discussion and we'll throw that up we'll talk about it in a little bit as well um but also you linked i think was it after our last show or sometime this week uh armored cell you you basically showed some screenshot stuff from steven and and the uh in our in our ashes pathfinder uh dm group there and yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to share that since you kind of like gathered that for us all to talk about? Yeah. So which one were you talking about? I've done quite a lot. <laughs> there's the one. Yeah. There's the one that was like on Twitter, and then uh, the one that was off. It looks like their YouTube. Uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Facebook. So, yeah. Yeah. So the the um, Twitter one was basically someone asked if um, would there be any more class reveals before Alpha Two. And they said, um, we will share more archetypes before mm-hmm. the launch of Alpha 2. Right. All right. So I was like, that's cool. But it wasn't, they didn't say all of them. They said some yep. more. So it doesn't mean that we need to get all of them before that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like daily news for me. Like, I, it's more like yeah. stalking. I haven't got it like a strain water or anything yet. So it's fine. But, um, <laughs> Not that I'm encouraging yeah, just, or go, thinking that's like, go on, like go on Facebook, go on the YouTube and just watch for the replies. This is where you get the most information from. Right. Not, not so, so someone so Jeff uh, posted in Facebook not stalking saying, when he has a shrine in the background no, <laughs> it's just <not> worship <laughs> it's just worship okay admiration I, I got I got that from um from Margaret Margaret gave me the image for that so I, I feel really? like I got, <laughs> she, she gave me like a high raise and I downloaded the program to make sure it was like proper so I was like oh my oh I remember you were asking me about that too and I didn't have anything better than yeah I, I sent her a DM and she, she replied like oh well the students were like proper like 4k <laughs> I'm like yeah yeah that, that would be nice <laughs> like yeah thanks that'd be great 4k yeah Jeez. thank you <laughs> She's um, not an enabler. She's not an enabler. She no. so is. You know, I did hear from Margaret about something coming up in the near future that I'm going to be a part of, uh, but that's all I can really say. Ooh. Ooh. You're so, probably wondering and, why. That's unfortunate. Hashtag tease. So in Facebook, Jeff uh, put, put, asked, uh, yes, would, would it be a good time to show an updated major arc wizard too? I would I hear various snakes of flammable. And they replied, uh, we we may have a highlight mage gameplay in future stream, which is mm-hmm. once again like so. The last mage obviously wasn't representative of the Alpha Two mage that we're going right, to get. So, right. So that's what I'm getting from that. 
Yeah, that's interesting. You you all so exciting. You you shared the other thing you shared though was in totally it was in our uh, community comment chat in Ash as a creation. Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. that was oh, I thought I'd share that with community. There's, there, I, shared, I, I shared like two good new days, good news days. <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, you want to talk about those too? I think that's actually yeah worthy. That one especially is like curious. There's there's quite a lot of them. I think I posted like seven screenshots or something. Holy shit, dude. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. One's about the design so, approach. Yeah, go ahead. Go through yeah, that stuff, man. Yeah, that's right. So we did discuss last time that I we've I I thought and we thought that there might be uh, more resources per archetype, right? And this actually confirms this because Sonic from Discord asked them about this. And so they asked them, are there plans on most archetypes that have their own resource, e.g. courage? And Stephen replied saying, like Stephen himself replied saying, this is the current design approach, which is interesting because now we can sort of theorize what, like, for example, the Bard of Tempo, yep. they, they could each have their own resource and we, we can sort of theorize on what each class could have. So that's that's a huge sort of like that's that's just in my mind ticking for like a week now just on that one thing. Yeah, no kidding, dude. And then uh, and yeah, going the the yeah the the elf too. So so uh, someone uh, I I can't. I don't, I'm probably butchering that up. Alfchi. Uh, so we really have 100k alpha two folks, and Stephen replied. I think it will be much higher when we announce the date and showcase trailers. Jeez, yeah. So definitely. not 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 decide on date, but announce the date. So wow. it sounds like they've got a tentative date, but they haven't. They're not going to obviously announce it in case they need to push back or something, right? Yeah. So they've obviously got a plan for it, but they don't have. It's not solid enough for them to announce it because they did learn from the Alpha One when they had to push it back because of New World and like try not to. Right. Trying to get a proper testing phase and not uh, trying to half their player base of other launches. Um, what else was the other one? The Carfum. any hints for next live stream. Any like Carfum, yeah. Yeah. So I figured we might do an in depth, uh, do an in depth on the UI changes and maybe a walkthrough of the Tower of Carfin. So that, but it hasn't been decided yet. So that's that's cool. And I didn't. I actually didn't notice that the uh, Curse of Carpet was actually born from blood magic. That was another thing, Stephen. Yeah. Was that was that known or? Well, he. I think that it was mentioned uh, that it it was like a sort of blood magic when they did their D and D thing and did the Tower of Carpet thing, and that yeah, was I like. Remember that. Yeah, and it was like that 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 blood magic element of that sacrificial thing that happened in Carpet is apparently supposed to be part of. Uh, a uniqueness to this type of undeath but we don't yeah. know exactly what that is so i'm curious if that's going to be like an extension of blood magic if blood magic is yeah. going to be a thing that like people surrounding that type of undeath practice and that's like a predominant thing in that territory or or what so that's like one of the things i was always curious about but yeah but there were two other things related to that i mean one was the carfin thing which and then there was ui yeah. Yeah, and then the we, spoke, we spoke about the mages before. Yeah. So someone asked as well if we were going to get, um, if we would go to the real world, would we expect to see rogue or mage? And Steve said mage will be showcased before rogue. So before. rogue is going to be showcased, but mage will be showed first. 
Oof, I'm hoping we get Rogue after Mage. I want to see Rogue so bad. I could be a Lightbringer oh, yeah. Rogue. Yes. Lightbringer Rogue. <laughs> yeah. That's what the, that's like what the Lightforge Bane Power is for. A Agent of Chaos happens, right? Yeah. You just, no, you just, this is what Lightforge Bay Power is for. You poof and then you're gone and it's glimmering and shining and it provides cover. You could be, yeah. it could happen. It's high fantasy. I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> Just like, saying. How about how about this one? We talked about what we might see next stream. I saw some mixed reception of these ideas in in our Discord, which is fair. Yeah, I, I did see that as well. Like they were a little disappointed, or like yeah, they, like they didn't want UI changes. Cool, whatever. But people did complain about the UI, so maybe they're like, mm -hmm. okay, well, here's what we, the latest iteration of what we're changing. And these are more uh, like aspects you can change with the sizing, the colors, mm -hmm. the transparency, the settings. Maybe only show uh, colors on crits. Maybe, maybe you know what I mean. Yeah. So like it might not not be as super in depth, but just be like, hey, this is what we you can do now. This is what you used to be able to do, but this is what we've now implemented since the uh, upgrade to Unreal Five. Yeah. Uh, they did yeah. notice noted on there too about the the. You want to talk about that Carfin bit? There's like two part parts to that. Was it? Yeah, because there's like what might be showcased. He said, oh, maybe a walk through the Tower of Carfin. I hope that they do that. Like I think that it's been talked yeah. about so much now that I, I think we need a little bit more than UI. I mean, personally, I yeah. If you're not showing a a class or an archetype, I think it needs to be. Needs to be weighted a bit, I do think, especially with a lot of the. I'm not saying you need to go show a lot to sort of like balance out like some of the criticisms from last time. I think they've you know done what they can do on that. Um, but I do think, I do think if we're like getting closer, like having more to show is kind of important to a degree. I mean, if they do do UI, I would wouldn't mind if they did like maybe like 10 minutes on the ui and then you know 20 yeah 25 on carfin i think right. that'll be fine yeah yeah honestly because i i am interested in the ui and like what how customizable it is and i think that's the key thing for me it's like mm. if they're just saying hey this is where the health is and blah 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 you know like that kind of stuff i'm like that's not going to be very exciting i'm assuming they're going to talk about customization options that they're working on yeah, uh and so, also um yeah. I, Honestly, the, the dungeon thing would go over super well. Um, more yeah. so than the UI, but I am interested in the UI too. So there was one more thing that I haven't actually shown anyone yet. Okay. That was done yesterday, I believe. All right. Uh, so apparently the Tower of Carpen is actually insp has taken inspiration from the Toll and Kruma in the uh, lineage. Okay. Well, I didn't he didn't say that. lineage, but he did say Toll of Kruma. And I looked it up and it was from um, it's lineage. Too, from lineage. Or... Or lineage, which okay. is meant to be like a super like in-depth dungeon dive sort of thing. Okay. Uh, um, but I have seen seen a bunch of discussion in Discord about people saying oh, we're hoping that's not going to be another four man and they're going to take an eight man in there and not using constantly using um god mode like GM hacks. Yeah. Sort of thing. Just to see how difficult it really is with a full team. Yeah. And also great. people are also hoping that they bring in the mage. Because it is Tower of Carthen where it was used blood magic to do what they did to the tower itself, right? So people were hoping that they aesthetically it would be pleasing if they could use a mage, but I could understand if they're not going to like jam pack UI changes, Tower of Carthen, right. and a new class all in the same thing. 
Yeah, I think you wouldn't be able to do any of them service. I mean, I would say at most like UI and something else, whatever that something else is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be cool if it was Mage and the UI and then do Kawakar the next one, then you could put the Mage in there. But that's just me wanting to see a mage in the tower coffin. I know, dude. Yeah, I want to see. I mean, I'd like to see the tower coffin. If I had to pick, like, between the mage or the tower, like, it's kind of tough. Because I'm a big, like, aesthetic person in immersion. And, like, the environment's yeah. a big component to that. Um, and we haven't really gotten to see what, like, if you think about it, right, structurally, like, when you take housing out of the equation and you take out, like, caves and things... And, and buildings that we've seen that are pretty, right? Carfin's like very unique mm-hmm. in that it's not really going to, we're not going to see something that's going to be predominantly guided by one of the eight races coming back, right? It's going to be predominantly guided by either one of the four races before they split via being on Sanctus for thousands of years, right? So that means you're, you're going to either get that or it's going to be something different. Like whether that's a uh, more of a divine architecture style, that's something more, you know, uh, unified uh, via like the order of the seven or something like the religious structure style or something like so Carfin to me provides like a few things. It, it shows like aesthetic of like level design for what they're going in something like going for in something like this. It shows the aesthetic architectural style of blank, whatever that is. And then how does all of this fit into the lore, right? Like, what are we going to get to see? Uh, the, you know, if, if, if the, the curse of Carfin is born of blood magic, um, then, then technically are these like undead or undeath? Is this really just as a part of the curse? Can it be cleansed? Can you save these people or what? Like, so potentially some tie in on that. So to me, I'm a big story guy. I mean, go figure, right? I'm writing one, but, but putting that aside, like it, it's also really hard to pick between that and class when class design is extremely important to me too. Like those are two yeah. of my real big ones. Um, well, you get a lot out of the coffin. Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like, obviously, it's structural. You, you can get, like, yeah. new, maybe new, they might use bubble magic themselves, right? So that you might see new abilities. Exactly. I'll see new mobs. Yeah. Um, obviously, you'll see how they, they're designing dungeons now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Lost battles. Like, yeah, if it's, like, cursed blood damage, like, what's that? how is that incurred and how does that precipitate on the player you know can it be cleansed like then you got class interaction with that or archetypes and and all that so yeah you're right it's like you know multifaceted and then you know relics too like where's this at like how's this tie into you know any any of the events that you know sort of came later okay so let's let's say there's more than one boss in there like there's a mini boss and then there's a I big boss like it, would you yeah. rather just go to the mini boss and not reveal the big boss or would you rather them go through the entire thing why not both yeah that's because <laughs> like mean, do you want it spoiled or do you want it to be well, uh, yeah that's true i guess i didn't think of the spoiling aspect I, but they did mention at some point but that's more of a world boss they were gonna yeah. do like a cyclops thing yeah, yeah. so that that's where that you're a really big one but like if there's like a uh, intimate because like obviously in raids and dungeons there are normally like a mid-tier boss and then there's like an yeah. end boss right? right so that's like part of their design like, too so i wouldn't mind just any other mid, mid, mid boss but i also think people would be like i want more i want more i can understand that mm. so I'd, i i'm not really fast either way like i'd be fine with not seeing the end boss but it'll be as long as there's some big dude that you're versing in there 
Yeah, I mean, it could go. I could go both ways on that. Like, if you do show the bosses, right? I think on some some level, if you know they're gonna have their own, like, you know, they're gonna shout and like say some things. Like, maybe don't let that be shown. You know, don't give anything away of the story. Like, you could show a person, but you could be like, to find out who this is and why they're here, you'd have to. Dialogue. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to experience the story itself, or you know, we can show you this person, but we're not going to tell you who they are. You know, and then that kind of like leads to, oh, well, they look like they're a human, and then people are like, oh, but they're doing this or they're doing that, or what kind of damage was it? You know, it could leave a lot of things that people can speculate around and try to to figure out on their own. But then again, do you want people doing that? Because look what happened with the map when they released it. <laughs> we got the metadata. We broke that down real fast, didn't we? Yeah. So speaking of map, I actually mm -hmm. need to go back on the uh, last live stream because apparently there was some goodies in the mini mats. Oh, it's right. But, um, yeah. I haven't actually looked in it, but I've heard some other people talk about it in discord. I need to go and yeah. into it. Locations were definitely marked on there. What they are. I didn't read. I didn't look at it, but yeah, I popped it up. I think, I think John was here. He's talking about that that day too. Um, anyway, it's curious, but even even more curious is this cosmetic set that we've got right now. Now, not big on I'm not big on trying to like make <clears throat> excuse me the cosmetics like the the key component that we're going to discuss. But when you look at the story around it, it's kind of unique. But I guess before we kind of break down some of our thoughts around it, why don't we talk about what you all thought about this particular one? It's called um, the songs of the goddess. There you go, gentlemen. It's um, definitely like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's definitely I was going to say there's definitely some bard vibes here. I mean, I'm not like a fan of, I mean, I think it works for most of the things there, but like the costume and potentially like the caravan i'm not a fan of the green and purple it's a little too maybe joker like for me um but i like the design <laughs> of it um both of them and i like the fact that they're using a wingless dawnbreaker for the caravan by far like my favorite things on here are gonna be like the bird pet and um I actually absolutely adore the the freehold cosmetic, and I like the lore behind um, behind the mount. Yeah, I think overall, though, I I am I'm glad we were, were able to see like a little bit more about like elf kind here. Um, mm -hmm. Seems like that's like that's a thing, and obviously the bard vibes are are always appreciated. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, uh, Armitel? So the pack, I like. I actually quite enjoy the pack. Like the the string book, I book. I don't actually mind, right? Like it, it's it's got like a cute little charm to it. It's got like it looks like scales or something on the back. It's it's. I don't actually mind the red and purple. I don't actually think of Dragon until you mentioned it then. Um, but the one thing I looked at straight away was that goddamn carriage. Because <laughs> like that that Dawnbreaker, I look quickly looked at the description and it said Dawn Walker. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so if I go off my last like last um podcast with this, yeah. talking about how the first part of the name, second part of the name, and then like go do like a crossword and try and work out things. Yeah. It's the exact same mount, except it's walking now instead of flying. It's not a dawn breaker, it's a dawn walker, which makes me think that the ways you breed it 
can now make it into a different animal, which I was talking about before. Yeah, you did. So it's still, just, yeah. it's still the same animal, but it's not a break. It's not breaking its limit. It's still still the same animal. Yeah. So that's why there's like so many variants of that same Dawnbreaker because it's still the same thing, but it's got different characteristic category. Sorry, I'm sorry my words. Um, but yeah, so even though this this isn't this isn't classed as a mount because we haven't got a mount cosmetic for it, they're still calling it a Dawnwalker. Like they're still calling it a animal itself. So I still think this is a mount that just hasn't been classed as a mount yet. You know what I was thinking about when you were talking about that armor cell? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hate myself for saying this in a minute. Is so so one could one could say this is the this is small without the breaker, so you're not breaking your small with the <laughs> It's such a dad joke, right? That was yeah, like that's the is, worst dad is. joke I've ever heard. I have to say yeah. it just so it's out there. So one can say this is a swell without breaking the swell. Am I right? (laughs) I think you might need a little more caffeine in your sleep, buddy. You're probably right about that or something. I don't know, dude. All the days blend together. I'm just so glad I'm here. I'm like, I finally get to talk to my friends for, for a while. I've been like isolated for an entire week. Real talk. Okay. So, I honestly think that a Dawn Walker is a mount. I think you're probably right. Even though, like, even though it's not classed mount because they haven't got its own cosmetic, I still think it is a mount. I think you're probably right, dude. I mean, it, <clears throat> if we were to go off the logic we we all were like bouncing around on previously with animal husbandry, I think, I mean, I think that that like is a good example of how that would come to pass, like how you Which, could have that be possible. Which yeah. gives us a lot of insight on how the the brain system could work. Yeah, because like it's it's literally like a stage away from Dawnbreaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking that also that it's like the, you know when we talk about tiers of mounts because they had mentioned right there's tiers of mounts as well mm-hmm. as I could see like okay well it's walk glide fly right so I maybe there's like I don't know because we took that one Dawnbreaker Dawn Walker I don't know maybe there's Don Soar or you know whatever Don I don't know, I Swimmer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don, Don Swimmer. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like a little. Uh, it's got fins. It's, it's, got, like... it's got some fins. Yeah. Yeah, web feet and all the whole nine yards. But no, I mean, I I think that's like that could be like possible traits you can look for, and obviously, you know, you need to have God. when you're putting these together. You know, there's got to be like at least a couple of things you're breeding together. Yeah, of course she clipped that too. Oh my god! Of course is... she did. Come on, are you kidding me? Who's in chat? That would be the clip queen. Yeah, it's true. I know. I mean, there is there is a prime mount if you really want to go to tears. It's a prime mount. It's called a stallion prime. I mean, that's that's right up your alley. Yeah, Daedalus. Yeah, I, I mean they they call it the Daedalus mount as far as I know. Stallion prime. Call it the Herald. The Herald prime. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude, what's happening in this world this is what happens when I don't get enough sleep and or socialization for a week. <laughs> this is it. I mean, man, I, I dig like the the bird. This this one right here is the one that's it's 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 interesting. I'll say like the bird's cool. I dig the peacock feathers. I saw like that's got some like, you know, Phoenix slash Samorg vibes to it in terms of creatures of mythology, right? Which I thought was really interesting, but just a bird right and this string buck 
that one's interesting. So they literally take the horns or its head and they basically mount a fucking harp on it. Yeah, that that that's pretty pretty interesting. You know what I, I when I see that what I think? This poor damn mount, right? Is gonna have some sha la 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 mount like barred up on it, and then they're gonna be like Doth ye wish a song, right? And then they'll grab like the 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 the, the little like horn and go boop like this, and the poor animal's neck is gonna be like God, and borderline snapping. Okay, and then they're gonna be there like, to go around. You don't need to mess. Shut with them, yeah, you don't need to mess with the poor creature's head. Just go around. They got plenty of room on either poor side. Thing, be like get down here, you. It's like poor thing, man. I mean, it could be worse. It could be a drum set. That is true, dude. <laughs> that is true, dude. That's so true. Oh my god, how cool would it have been to have had a turtle with the whole drum set around its shell, though? Ooh, well, didn't they do I, that with uh, a bear? I mean, I'm pretty sure they did oh that. I god. guess that was like with yeah. like the keg one. Oh, man, um, what's that instrument called where you hit the so like a giant metal dome and you just like hit the random parts on the side? Oh, the know. steel drum. It's, it's like it's like uh, like a bowl, upside down bowl. And it's got another bowl on leaf, and you're just hitting the sides, and it's making like a, like a, a harmonious like uh, echo. And it, uh, God, I'm gonna have to look it up. Is that the dome breaker? The, the dome breaker. <laughs> Stop, dude! I want a I'm weapon. Sorry, I, I want to call it. It was like a, literally like a large club, <laughs> and call it the dome breaker. It's a big like... old hand, no club or a hammer. <laughs> He's like intrepid. A... Hear me. Dome breaker, make it happen. Oh god, he's like, you gotta stop. <laughs> you're going, you're no, going. That, that one actually was that was inspired. I'm not gonna lie, that was inspired. Um, oh. but uh, you could like, you know, how like moose and stuff can is it moose that drop their um their antlers uh. during like is it's like like in real life? There's like so no, there are some that do. I can't remember, that's not elk, is it, or is it the deer, like... moose? There's, there's something that sheds it, uh, their antlers every so uh. often. I feel like it's is it deer elk? Okay, deer elk. good good looking out in the chat, Raz. I remember uh, yeah, that. So, what if this that mount does the same thing? It just drops that instrument. Like it's at, at the end of the season, <laughs> it drops the instrument, and you could the virus picks it up and starts strumming away. Yeah, just imagine a field strewn with like harps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to be the groundskeeper there, man. It's true, dude. Like fucking. It's fucking harps and shit are all over the place, man. Like, the hell do I do with this? Hey, I think I'm pretty sure though the the lore said that they actually um, put the strings on the, the animals. Yeah, yeah. So which you're, is kind of a little disturbing too. Like, yeah, uh, how they how they're getting? I mean, I can I guess see how they can get it on the horns, but on the head, but like, what are they attaching it to? So yeah. That doesn't sound like a good time for that animal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's like an Eminem song got brain damage, right? Ever since the day I was born, you know what I mean? Every drugs with the say I was on. Anyway, uh, yeah, because this thing's gonna get, have its head wrung literally all the time. Oh my god, all my bad jokes are turning into clips today. I gotta stop. Well, oh. Don't break it wasn't a bad joke. That that's serious okay. business. Intrepid, hear us. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it, this is the thing I was talking about. It's called a pantom or a oh. hang. Okay. It's in the uh, Discord chat. Oh, okay. That's it. Looks okay. like a, a metal bowl, and you hit the sides of it, and it has like it's, each side being dented in a certain way, so it makes a different sound depending on how you yeah. do it. Yeah. Cool. 
cool. You know what I you know I feel like invented that some warrior one day out in the motherfucking you know what I mean? They were out there, they had like they had dents in their shield in a few spots. Yeah, that's it. And they that's were like, How the hell am I gonna get these out of here? And they went bung banged on each of them. They're like, oh, they're different sounds. They're like, Hey guys, gather on the fire and I'm gonna beat my my shield while we all sing. Okay. It's enough. Enough. Let's talk a little bit about the lore of this, okay? So it was weird I, when I was reading over this one, I was like, this is the first time I've actually seen them like using the quotes. Unless I'm wrong, I don't remember seeing this. And so yeah, you get the, I noticed that too. Yeah, so you get the quote, and you got it in the beginning as a descriptor for, like, essentially, you know, what this is. Then you got it uh, before the um, the uh, the instrument there, which was like, yeah, yeah the the cosmetic skin for the the string the strings, right, or syrinx mm -hmm. rather. It's like a pan flute, mm -hmm. and then. They did it again. Uh, was it towards the end somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think freehold. it was the, the freehold skin, freehold cosmetic. Yeah, the 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 shortle bow, right? That actually looked really cool. I thought um, it was very interesting because it looked like I don't know. It just kind of felt like very carved out of wood, which was sort of cool. But when I looked over this one, I did get the vibe. I don't know. It didn't really resonate with me a ton, but I did get a few things. One, this feels very much like, like Pyrian, right? Right. Pyre is what I'm getting. Yeah, definitely elf kind. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to see more of that elven race. Cause we've gotten a good bit of the, uh, the Empyrean already. So I got that. Obviously there's very much about there being a, a group of them that are very much about dedicating and sort of praising through song. And this is a big component to, sort of like yeah. their culture or at least some of their cultures. The um, highest form of worship. Highest form of worship, yes. And also location. This is also Riverlands of Old Ayla is what they were talking about. There's, so there's like reference to that. You get the reference. So I'm kind of hearing that and going, if I were to go look at the map and I'm not, I'm just, I'm just throwing this idea out there right now. If I were to go and look at that, would there potentially be like this bridging of, you know, the Riverlands to like some sort of like uh, large, open, big, massive trees. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to say, but it's interesting that there were two references to locations uh, within this entire thing. Right. One's like the Pyrae and the other's like the location of the Riverlands referencing the Ayla. So while it isn't alien stuff, it definitely seems that there's like some sort of uh like reference to that location, that area, whether it's bridging it or not, and obviously the the Wood Elves of Vera, right? So, yeah, definitely interesting. And then you know, obviously, there's some sort of like organization around this. Uh, exactly yeah. like how ex uh, expansive that is, I don't know. But and I forget exactly where this was at. But this, oh, there it is, the Goddess Festival. That's it. So we hear the goddess festival and this one was in the Deepwood Vila, the, the bird, right? Yeah. They're talking about the melodic themes of the pyre music, right? Inspired uh, by the call of the Deepwood Vila, the vibrant colors peak in late winter, coinciding with the renowned pyre goddess festival. So during the festival, many of the colorful birds can be seen perched among the great woods, trilling away their calls for mates. This is the important thing I thought was interesting to talk about too. 
The Vila will not breed in captivity, making their colorful spotted eggs a very rare and prized delicacy. Cooking materials, maybe, is what I thought when I heard that. Like, maybe you've got to go snatch them from, you know, their nest somewhere or something. What that makes me sense, that tells me is now not everything is, um, you can't harvest, you can't like tame everything and bring them into your, like right. certain things aren't, aren't tameable, right? Some things you have to go out in the world and find a nest and raid them. Yeah, <laughs> raid them. <laughs> yeah, you can't just, you can't just uh, have a few pet, um, pet pink purple birds and take their delicious eggs. They're like, we ain't doing this while you're watching. No. We ain't chickens, motherfucker. What the hell's wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah. The the, um, God Singer's garb, I got two things from that. Yeah. So, so say the pirate, so for the pirate song is the highest form of worship. It makes me sound like the pirate alone, which means like pirate might be one of the best classical bard. Yeah. That's that's what I'm getting from that. Mm. But, the last part of it, the magical essence within their bodies resonates the as they harmonize, Yo. amplifies their tune, and carries their song for miles. Yes. So, so when you have more than one mm-hmm. bard, they amplify each other, maybe, or that kind of, once again, this is going back to the whole tempo thing of if you keep um, going with the harm, like if you harmonize your song, you amplify it, it can be carried for miles or made stronger so once oh again, my god i just yeah i just i came up with their uh with their their unique uh resource resonance yeah oh yeah resonance that could yeah that could work right that work that because they're they're talking about it here bodies resonate as they harmonize i mean they literally just gave us an example of a bard I mean, that would be a lot better than tempo because tempo is more of a musical and yeah. uh, it's not always musical. They could be like handwritten. Yeah. Or, like, it could have yeah, to do with harmonizing and, and like, you know, when their body's resonating. I could see like harmonizing with like their companions. Yeah, resonating. Or, yeah, sorry, uh, yeah, har- harmony could yeah. be another yeah. um, one yeah. too. Yeah. This is interesting, which gives us, so I, I think it's important to like maybe keep that up, use that as an example, because I think when it comes to the bard, as we talked about last time, this cosmetic set, even though like, look, we go, yeah, but don't read too much into it. I'm like, but it's such good stuff to work with. And they're already giving you a, a literal in Vera real world example of like something historically that they're they're referencing. Their bodies resonate as they harmonize. Mm-hmm. And it amplifies their tune, carrying the song for miles. Okay, take the miles part out of it, but if it has, if resonance and harmony have to do with distance, then like I could already see something like this, right? So if they have like some AOE based sort of uh, effect, right? Then if they, if their resonance, if they were to utilize their resonance well, then they'd harmonize and potentially like extend a buff. So a skilled bard would would use their resonance right and correctly and could potentially extend the range at certain uh buffs or well, you know abilities. Yeah. It could even be abilities too. It could have to do with like healing, could have to do with damage. You know what I mean? So you've got like this twofold component, which to me is really fun because I like the idea of hurting or helping. 
you know, hurting the enemy, helping your friends, right? Because you could hurt by like disorienting and doing all that. But like if you're if you're not resonating or harmonizing right, then you potentially may not be able to, you know, from where you're at, really impact them strongly enough. Could be kind of, you know, dimmed and not really so impactful versus. You know, and maybe part of the thing is I'm not a I'm not a melee class. I'm not trying to be all up on them most of the time. Like maybe I need to keep some distance. But that also means that maybe in order for this skill to work, I need my resonance to be high enough or something to where maybe if I'm trying to damage, I'm doing the most damage I can from where I'm at. That would be a little different, I think, too. Yeah. And I'm honestly like what you said made me think of like we were talking about the summoner like siege ability with eight summoners just like you know at some point right what about that being like something like eight bards coming together have like a battlefield wild wide buff or something oh my god that actually that. that might that might be something that i would i would be like wow yeah i mean oh they've, done a, they've already talked about mages doing it they've talked about summoners doing it why not other mm -hmm. classes yeah Oh my God. You know, what would be really cool is if like you had like a formation or you had like a large group of your, your people in a fight. And like the trick was that the bards had to this is just speculation, obviously. But to me, this is like really cool because like, if you're really good at your coordination and your bards individually are good, this could pay out really well or have dire consequences, right? For example, you're spread, you know, far enough out from one another to where if your resonance were to be high enough, potentially, then you can reach your other, other bards and your, your overall, like, like sort of like the proximity like connects together and sort of like bolsters it even greater to where like you could potentially bolster freaking everybody. Right. But if a bar didn't do something right, right. Or the group coordinating didn't do something right. You could have a gap and then you have this diminished sort of effect. That's not nearly as good. And you got breaks and then you got like someone doing piddly buffing over here with the group that's doing semi-decent buffing over here and you weren't tight enough or someone goofed up under pressure. What's the matter, Daedalus? You want to say something? I didn't realize tiddly buffing was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I say tiddly buffing? That's what I heard. Oh, God, so. no, no, no. I will delete it if there's a, if that is actually what I said. Um, I'll download it. Dear Tell God, it. no. Yeah. I didn't say download that, did I? Download it ahead of time before you share it, oh, Alpina, no. just for, for no, reasons. No, no, I didn't say tiddly buffing, did I? Diddly do. I don't know, man. Alpina's just got an uh, auto called oh, Pay Rise, and it's got all these clips that she's saving. I can get a... Yeah, it's called. She names it the blackmail folder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save this one for later. I mean, that's cool though, right? I think it's a pretty cool idea. Like, man, you could like potentially cover your whole group with like. I mean, I think it would be even better not so much to buff in that in that way, but like maybe like a really cool like protective disorienting like cloak or something that. That would be freaking cool, man, to where like you're moving if you do it at the right time and the resonance is all what you know done right and they're like within a certain proximity, then you like cover and it's like sort of like if it overlaps, uh, you know, let's say you got your template right, and if it overlaps to where you, all the bards are like overlapping enough, then like maybe it just like amplifies that effect. And now you've got like this really cool protective sort of like 
I'm not gonna say it's like a shield or a bubble, but like you know, disorienting effect to enemies who sort of enter in it. That would be cool, man. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. I mean, it probably won't happen, but to me, that's like a that would be a, that would be something very interesting to do with a bar to make it. You know, when you think about like from a musical standpoint, right? out right. on the battlefield that like it makes sense and it's something i've never even heard of before so ideas thoughts right uh, we're gonna burn some of our time out tonight on on this but maybe we'll have more theory craft in a little bit we got to get to our dev discussion first because we might talk about that and run out of time and and be saving the rest of our conversation for next time. I, which know, is I think fine. we could sum that that conversation up in two words. No, but I'm going to save that for the discussion. OK, <laughs> OK, um, training and mobs, dev discussion number 48, not mobs, training and PVP. What is training? Do you all Anybody ever played a video game or an MMORPG and you're like doing your own thing and some random person runs by you with something charging them and then somehow you get aggro and this thing's attacking you and it's all because the douchebag other person brought it to you purposefully so you could take it either off of them or because they saw you in the middle of fighting a bunch of mobs and they were like, it is going to be really fun when he gets attacked by this thing. How does that manage in PvP? Well, in a PvP situation, you let them take that, and while it's beating on this person, you chill for a minute and you finish them off. And you let it, and that's training a mob. So training is when players pull enemy NPCs onto other players in the hopes that it will kill them. Some players see this as a valid and fun combat tactic to play around, and some do not. Would you like to see mechanics that support or discourage training in Ashes of Creation? Gentlemen? Okay, um, actually, I'm going to add that three words because I want to answer this question. Discourage, bitch move. I'm sorry. I remember that from EverQuest days, man. That is just, I, I just can't, I can't support that type of gameplay. Yeah, it, it may be air quotes fun for some folks that like griefing, but in my opinion, I just don't, I don't feel like that's like a valid form of gameplay. If you're going to like try to, you know, straight up MDK me, then do it yourself. Don't grab some mobs and have them do it for you. What do you think, Armored Cell? Curious where you're going to land on this. I'm just having memories from playing Russ and doing the same thing with the scientists. So they've got, they've got NPCs that scientists and like go in the, like the monuments naked and like taunt all the enemies and run all the way down. And it's because I know my teammates are up there. I've got no gun or anything. So I'm running down, bringing all the, like all the NPCs with me. Yeah. There's a new boat that like four people coming up. And now there's like four scientists, five scientists coming up behind me with guns. They kill me, and then they see the people in the boat and kill them first before they kill my teammates. Yeah. It's reinforcements. It's a rat move. It's, I'm not going to say it's not a rat move. If you if you want to be a rat, you're a rat, but you got to live up to it. Um, yeah. And saying that, though, if I was on the other foot, I'd be pissed. I'd, I'd be pissed. I'd be really pissed. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen this done. I mean, I, I personally haven't ever actually done this before because I kind of lean on the side of it's kind of douchey like and it's in in a pvp situation like if if combat's supposed to be over about something like skill 
then I think stuff like that, it's, it, it doesn't mean, you know, when you talk about like uh, you and I are going to get into a fight, if you jump me and we fight it out, right? Like, okay, cool. Like that's not really scummy because it's part of the way the game works. But when you kind of try to take advantage of that and then you do it and then like, you know, they're always the ones that like teabag or they, you know, plant a flag or they get really toxic and stuff too. Like to me, I mean, that stuff's just kind of like stupid. It's kind of lame. Um, to me, that's not like a good showcase of one skill. It's just, shows how big of a fucking tool you are but the thing is is it also it it, it, i'm i'm a realist it's gonna happen it happens in mmorpgs Um, i'm not gonna get you know i'm not gonna cry about it whenever it happens right because there's ways that you handle that um and and if you you know if that's something like that's gonna stop you from playing the game and getting really heated you gotta be careful man you're gonna play a freaking open world pvp game it's part of the deal um, so you're signing up for it. Um, there's, there's ways to go about that. But to me with this particular, the thing that I'm curious about and, and, and curious about like gathering your guys ideas and uh, same to everybody here is what you like to see mechanics that support or discourage training in ashes of creation. Let's say that we did want to see mechanics. Like I'm, I'm not necessarily saying I think we should or shouldn't. But I'm curious how they would try to make something like that work. You, you know, yeah. how would you make that work if even if you had an overwhelming consensus where people said, yes, d- you know, put some sort of a mechanic in there that's going to, su- you know, support that. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe more aggressive leashing when there's multiple mobs. And that could be a way to stop it. Um, I mean, that does also help people for just trying to run away as well. Yeah. So there could be a benefit to that. I mean, that's probably the only thing that I can think of, really. I mean, because I guess from an AI perspective, right, one of the things that I've I've seen happen um, in other, other games, if you're running like a set of mobs through like somebody doing an AOE, they're kind of, you know, they're kind of donezo after that. So I don't know if there's any way you can address that because I feel like that's not going to really work Yeah. if you're trying to like AOE mobs <clears throat> yourself. Right. But I do feel like it. the only alternative that I can think of to discourage this behavior is just kind of limited in the sense that if you have like X number of mobs or more, then that has like a relatively short leash. So you can't really like kite them even as an individual. Um too and i think that'll also potentially put a halt to like aoe farming too potentially like solo aoe farming and i'm assuming like group farming shouldn't be an issue with that because you'll have enough damage to do it quickly but i would say solo farming and training might just have a shorter leash my my view on it is like there's always going to be like you're playing with other players right so there's always going to be cowardice rat people mm-hmm. that will do what they can to survive and get what they want yeah i, I do this in rust i i'm not i'm not <laughs> saying i don't do it in rust. like rust is a very ratty game but i'm just saying like no matter what you do like if you do put a short leash on leash on the mobs what, what you can do is instead of it, people are always going to gain like gain the system whether you yeah. like, like it or not, whether they use it to, the mobs to attack other players, but now they've got a short leash. Leash, what they do is they what they do is they'll use it for farming. So they 
tripe mob out just out past its like leash point, and then they start running back to where they're meant to be. And your teammate starts attacking you and bringing it back, and then it's just constantly running away and not attacking you. And there's this whole back and forth scenario. So there's always going to be some way to gain the system. The, the limits are: do you want them to gain the system to benefit themselves, or do you want mm. them to gain the system to attack you? So there's always there's always going to be something that they can do to fix it, whether or not they can do it without someone being able to gain that system at the same time. Whether they get, after they get kited to a certain point where they got to run back to get a fast regen, so you're not like chipping away at their health, maybe. That's yeah. the way I see it working. Because, um, like, that's what they do in... Um, I've played a few other games that are like that, where they you can't just, like, uh, kite them to your spawn point and then they kill you, then you respawn and start chipping away, like, chase after them again and bring them back because they start regenerating their health really yeah. quickly. It's not worth the time of trying to chip it down like that. You know, my favorite part yeah. of that explanation was, Armored Cell, mm-hmm. was how you explained the behavior as and then followed up by saying i do that sometimes in rust that felt very dark cult leader of you i'll, I'll be i'll be on a bush <laughs> facing downwards with a shotgun and as soon as i hear someone run up i, I pop up and just bang bang take the loot and run away like you, I'll, I'll, you do you do if you're a solo person versus a like, group of like eight to sixteen people, you got to do what you can to survive. That sounds... Those are those are Rambo rules. Those okay, are Rambo rules, right? Exactly. That just sounds like you're the dude and hiding in the mud wall, that, you know? getting some people, cutting some people down. I feel like this is bait, and I can't, I can't, uh, I can't. Um, you know, we, we've I, we've no. already established your techniques, my friend. Right? Some That's people, also some nonsense people in chat, five, yeah. Some people aren't snapping, the fittest. You know, Some people just have to be a rat and, and scurry away. Like you can't be the survivor of the if you look fit. Or as some a murder bunny. <laughs> yeah. Or a murder bunny with the teeth. You know what I'm saying? Hiding in a bush. That's you, Faisal. You but you're not yeah. here, so it feels bad, man. He, he can't defend himself. No, it's just because he cares more about other yeah, things. Yeah, he's calling it out, and he's not even here. That's a slow. That's not stuff and things, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I did it when he was here too. Though I'm gonna do it when he comes back. I just have fun with it. He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, I'm just kidding, man. Welcome back. No, buddy. no, he would probably accept it because he loves that kind he of stuff. Really he really does. He does love hiding <laughs> in the shadows. He's very open about his his. <laughs> he aversions. really is. He really is. Or his leanings, rather his leanings. <laughs> yeah, he is. See, yeah. me, me, we, we, we accept what, who we are. We're, there's still one person in this group that won't accept their true intentions. No. We'll wait for that day. I mean, and whatever. And, you know, I don't know who that is. You know, I don't think they need, like, mechanics. You know what I think I always come back to on this, right? Is, like, have the aggro. I think you can solve this with how aggro works, Right. I think just how some mobs aren't going to be impacted by things like AOE make it to where it's direct attacking. So if like they bring them over there and you you got AOE on the ground or any of that stuff, like it isn't going to attack you, right? Because you didn't initiate anyway, it's just going to, it's going to leash and go back when they get so far away, right? So leashing and then this component has to be a direct attack, right? Like you got to, you got to target them and use a skill that actually is going to directly attack them as opposed to I've got like consecrate on the ground and now the guy runs over it and he's, he's hit by it and there's literally nothing I could have done about it. Right. 
Like if, if you see somebody running towards you and you're like, oh no, this dude's about to attack me. And then you target the wrong person to attack the, the creature, then like, you know, that's like risk, you know, cost benefit to me. So yeah. I, I mean, unless you're in the same group, then I wouldn't say that. Cause then it true, kind of true, means true. like if I have a, like, as a mage, for example, need to direct damage like every target before I drop an AOE. So yeah. I would say that would probably be the only exception. True, true. But I agree with you there, right? I mean, that obviously that's that happened in WoW. I know it definitely happened in EverQuest, um, where like people have done that and just like ran by somebody just doing their AOE thing. Yes. Honestly, it's like that's how some people used to air quotes deal with bots as they used to like train mobs over to them. Oh, it's right? true. Yeah, I remember people do that, dude. I mean, because yeah, then yeah. otherwise, what would happen is um, you'd like someone would end up running around with the aggro and it's chasing them, and then you're the, uh, some random person's just AOE it, not getting any aggro but still damaging it to get rid of the mob. Um, so maybe the you've got a damage mitigation, like if you, like, for example, if you're not in the team, if you're not in the group, and you try and use AOE on it, you might do less damage because you've got no aggro on yourself, but so you yeah. have to do a direct attack to initiate saying you want to attack this mob and then you can yeah. start using AOE to that normal damage. Because like, I'm trying to work it, like every time I think of a new way to help the game, I'm also thinking of a way to gain that new way yeah. that I'm thinking of. Yeah, like ways that you can be exploitive too because like that's going to help. Yeah. You know, when you, when you go and you test things, I mean, people... Don't get me wrong, right? Like it's it's kind of crappy when you're playing in like a testing environment of a game and like someone's like exploiting it. But it also when people are doing that, as much as it sucks for some people, like it, it genuinely is showing the developer stuff that they gotta prioritize fixing because it's running rapid and causing problems. So uh best place to look for problems is in testing, you know. And even yeah. though like it kind of sucks being on the other end, um Obviously, if you find something works and you can submit a ticket, that's great. But, you know, there's like obviously like a threshold on when you're choosing to exploit it, even though you found it. And now it's yeah. not because you're trying to help out. It's because, you know, yeah. you're being a D-bag. So on, on that topic of testing, yeah. if, you're, if you find a bug, if, you, if you're doing the bug again, just trying to replicate it and trying to work out how, how to replicate it, because that's how yes. they fix it, right? You need to yep. find out how it happens so then you can fix it. Yeah. So in that case, I can understand someone doing it multiple times to try sure. and work out how it's happening. Yep. But if you're doing it like day in, day out, and exploiting, it and then using turbo mode or cross alpha one. Oh my god! Right. Using like speed, like constant speed boost. Then, you know, that's not like if you can replicate it, then that's as far as you go. Yeah. Like you should stop it once you're being able to replicate it. Then you give it to devs and they can fix it. That's all you need to do. You don't yeah. need to yeah, once do you it. figure out what the steps yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. There were definitely... like if you do it by accident, yeah, and then you try to redo the process, and you're like it's a it's a like a progress of discovery to try and work out how this bug happened. Then that I find that okay. Yeah, I like, can I agree with that. that as, as bad player behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, I was gonna say. We had somebody in, I think somebody was in my former guild. I remember there was like a handful of people that brought up that speed thing or whatever, which I never, mm -hmm. I think I ended up experiencing it at one point. Mm -hmm. I just like restarted and the devs already knew at that point, but there were definitely some that were like exploiting that and mm -hmm. they were like sort of like denying it. And you were like, you guys definitely were. And it's like, you know, I was like, it was one of those moments where, you know, when you're like a GM and you see that and, you know, people are doing it and they're not really fessing up. It's like fucking embarrassing. So, you know, like 
just because you know like the developers are going here's these people doing this stuff and you know one of those many many like things that you go you look back and you're like really glad that's not part of my problem anymore right yeah exactly shit man i'm telling you because that stuff because those are the people that at least in my opinion when you get to the live game they're going to be people that are like taking advantage of stuff like that until it's patched or fixed and found out about kind of cheating their way through for that for that upper hand so yeah i mean you know when you see things like that as frustrating as it might be you know and as much as you might feel like embarrassed because of association or or any of those types of things that like silver lining is when those things are happening in testing and if you're upset about it report it report it report it because the more reports they get about these experiences whether you're able to recreate the problem you're subjected to something that's annoying as hell a lot like being frustrated and not submitting that ticket to put that information in ensures that there's a chance that nothing happens right if you at least submit it you've done something to potentially make the game better so i'm gonna get off my little soapbox about it it really makes a difference man i don't know how many games i've tested when people are like man, this game, blah, 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 this and that. And they, they say it sucks and it's this and it's that. And then they just rage quit. But it's like they didn't ever take like 30 seconds to submit that ticketing game, you know? And if they had, like maybe something would happen. I mean, they, they just could do like some sort of incentive thing where like if you report a bug and it's confirmed as a bug and they fix it, they'll give you like a, like a, a not like a title, but more like a something on your only characters it's like a small little like silver badge and you can like have like a number next to it feel like how many you've reported and how many has been fixed because of what you've been reported i vote on it being sandals personally yeah it doesn't matter what it is but yeah sandals is this like just so like handle points <laughs> yeah man like, sandal hey, points. i found this many bugs and i've got this many fixed like sandal sort of steps like a, yeah the sandals yeah. Steps. i've cushioned sandals the feet straps. i've cushioned the feet of our great uh, what is, how, how how would I even reference that if I'm going to reference Stevenism? Because I felt like I was going there, and then I was like, "Is it deity or the great the great one?" I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it could be like the sacred sandal award or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking you're cushioning the steps of the great Stevenism, yeah. but then that didn't work. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah. the great Sharif, I guess, or whatever you want to go with." The I guess Sharif. the great Sharif and the the cult of Stevenism. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well, based on our time today, I think I do want to keep the discussion stuff around uh, around the class list. But I think that maybe like one thing that we can we can kind of like talk about and sort of rounding down our discussions is just this general discussion question. And I think that this isn't this is one in itself that is probably going to potentially lead us to to have a much bigger, bigger discussions around this next time is when we explore the archetypes and the classes, what could make some of them that we have a focus on, right? Meaning the ones that we are all really excited about, intrigued uh, with, maybe planning to play. And this is not just for us in the round table. We're going to talk about it, but to all of you as well, this is a big question. And I think it's an important one to keep in mind too, especially if you're providing feedback as they continue to showcase archetypes and then later augmentation stuff, right? What for you as a player, 
when you think about that class archetype that you're really looking forward to that is meaningful to you. For me, a paladin. And it really is a paladin. I love the paladin. I fucking definitely am the paladin archetype in real life too, right? I'm not going to pretend like I'm not. It, it has been who I am through and through, right? Like it's been there in D&D. It's been there in games. It's been there in my own values. Like it's been there my whole life, right? I can't escape it. I just learned to fucking accept it, right? So when I see a paladin in a game, I've played it for ages because it always appeals to me, right? The thing is, is it possible that a developer can kill that class to where I want to play this because it speaks to me, right? You're describing it in all these ways. You're telling me what it means in the beautiful flavor text. Their RP shouts in game or whatever all resonate. But when I jump on that class and I play it, it just doesn't resonate. That is like, to me, truly one of the saddest experiences in an MMORPG, especially after a lot of time invested. Daedalus, I feel like something's on your mind. <laughs> What's going That's on? called the blizzard effect, Sim. <laughs> just case in point. That's all that shit's know. doing, dude. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm like, you just, you just felt, you just felt the bile in my throat, the uh, the, the burning in my uh, in my heart to share that information. It's like, seriously, man, don't make don't make a paladin just a buff bot, like True. vanilla, like vanilla. It was like, don't make like yeah the. Yeah. Honestly, I, I haven't been back since since Shadowlands, and yeah. I have no intention of going back. But every expansion it just that I played, right? Because there were some expansions yeah. where you know Paladins like really kind of rocked it in terms of. Um, I think Wrath was probably Wrath one definitely that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. But the, all the ones that I've played, I just have not really had a good experience. Like it never really fit the class fantasy. I mean, there was inklings of it, but not. And yeah. and I, I do tend to agree. It's like even when we're talking about like something like um like the bard or the summoner or you know, some of those other like classes maybe we don't see as often. Um in games, I do really hope that the class fantasy is strong in that. And they back it up not only in class design, but also in like quest class quest lines and other things. So kind of reinforce that archetype in the lore. Mm -hmm. um that would be i guess my way of of like kind of thinking of like how they can best showcase it is just really make sure like the the abilities line up with a you know class fantasy and obviously you know with a lot of the you know i guess the way they're going is like everything's a variant at some point right you you might have a purist that has like doubles down but generally like most of the players are gonna gonna have like an option to do a variant i would love them just to kind of really make sure that there is some uniqueness there and again it all ties into a class fantasy it isn't something that's muddled it's very clear uh and then as far as like i guess what they should focus on in the showcase i think the second round of what they did on the tank was actually really good the way they paced it um meaning like they started out and said hey here's the abilities let's showcase the ones that are, have a target and the ones that don't yeah like being able to really clearly see that but i think there was a comment earlier in chat and i apologize i didn't get uh remember the name off the top of my head but the other thing is don't do content that's like out of your element that you have yeah. to kind of cheese your way through um and i think that True. was like something they did with like oh this is an eight person area but you only have four 
grab eight people like and, and give that opportunity you know for us to kind of see the abilities like in a vacuum before mm-hmm. it gets into a situation and then be able to showcase the dynamics i think that's its way for them to really build it up so that would be kind of where i would go with with the what i would like to see or have them focus on when they bring in the next class and kind of have that be like the, the cadence that they use nice yeah um back to class fantasy i it took me a whole week to realize how blizzard had done it right so yeah. the red pally has got the highest death ratio and i realized why because they need retribution they need to die to get the retribution it's the whole part of the cleric that they did paladin build they need to die to get the retribution so, or just they just wow. threw a bunch of ideas in the ninja blunder and said, "Okay, let's hit frappe and see what happens." Did anybody else hear Armored Cell say that and just hear the undead speak in, in World of Warcraft? Suffer well. That's all I heard when that. Suffer well. You're like, oh my god, shut up. Formerly, well, I've heard the um the graveyard is the palad- Red paladin's spawn point now. So. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god, that's so why does that hurt? That hurts. It, it hurts because it's <laughs> kind of true at this point. <laughs> that really does kind of sting, doesn't it? That is evidence we played paladins too long yeah. in, in that Blizzard game. Longest duel in history, two paladins, man. I'm telling you. I just remember that there was a duel I was in, it had to have gone at least 30 minutes. True. And I've been there before. Like, Where at Pally? I can remember, like, yeah, a few, yeah. like, oh, okay, 10 minute cooldown on laying hands. Oh, yeah, I only have to use this once. Yeah, okay, 30 minutes later. <laughs> right. <laughs> One Albert later. You're like, oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah, I do agree. Make sure you're bringing the right <laughs> amount of people to the the challenge. Don't don't go, I'm, okay, I'm going to 1v1 this dragon. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, no, I died. Hang on, I'm, I'm God mode. Yes, we can understand if you kill it in God mode, but just bring in the eight people. Bring in the people you need to kill it and like do it. The second time was good. The first time I saw enjoyed, but the second time was more involved in showing the, the showcase. So like I still like I still enjoyed both, but like understanding the abilities was definitely a lot easier in the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um I just realized that I did something. I just, I thought of like, you know, I used to do the opposite of training to people sometimes. You know what it was on my pally? I'd I'd go charging into a group of mods and they'd be chasing me whenever I was like, you know, maybe they were like, they caught me right and they were about to actually win. I would do is I'd go charge into some mobs. And then when I was in there and the group was all turned on me, that they would be like, oh, we're going to get this fool, right? Then I would like pop top, pop my like divine shield, right? my my bubble and they'd be there so they would literally take the heat as i was hurting out like and oh, you were like i, I have to say i have to say i would agree with that scenario Get that in good? Terms of the, uh, i i actually remember a pvp situation probably i i have not laughed more in a PvP situation. I can't remember if it was like a baron's pvp thing or something yeah where we were like we were trying to like hit up like one of their like uh towns there and i just remember like a group of uh horde coming after me and i just got that shield off and was just hearthen and i was just laughing as my entire hearth animation was going off just laughing so hard i was crying 
just to see these guys and you could hear like whatever their yells were or whatever yeah. in orcish or whatever yeah. and i'm like i bet i'm getting chewed out and they're just so angry <laughs> right now but it was so satisfying to do that yeah especially when that like, was the only part of the paladin that i would say i really enjoyed in yeah. vanilla was that that ability to bubble hearth yeah dude because like they especially when like you knew that they didn't really quite understand why you weren't taking damage they were new and they had a buddy you know what i mean and you go and you're 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 hard thing right and your bubbles up and they're sitting there going how is this guy doing and you're like i'm so gonna get reported by these fools right because they're like so they're beating on you meanwhile there's ads beating them because they figured they're definitely gonna kill you and then they're gonna dip and the ads are beating on them you're just watching your health go down and down and you're like oh them homies are gonna die by the time i get this off yeah and exactly get... just God, wait for them to kind of get weighted in and then with all their stuff and then just yeah have a, <sighs> it wasn't even a macro that was the no. great part it wasn't even a macro it was like literally mm -hmm. blink blink done just keep them keep the the hearth button and the um what do you call it and the uh and the bubble shield button at the same time divine shield yeah and the, the thing is is like it's not like you couldn't screw up right because if you're in the middle of your hearth and you hit the button uh-oh you're not gonna have enough time to get that cast off so it's yeah. you could be cocky but like or somebody somebody was wise to those those opportunities and purged it off of you yes i've had that happen in a mm -hmm. pvp situation too you got a smart yeah yeah, yes shaman is <laughs> man dude it only i only had that ever happen to me like twice yeah which goes to show you how many of the I'm, people you fought against actually knew that i mean i admire the fact that they know how to play their class but right. at the moment i was like damn <laughs> you're, you're like it felt so good now it feels so I bad i want to do it again dude. like you know that probably only happened once that i can remember yeah. it actually yes. worked so yeah. I thought you were talking about like, the. I thought you were going to bring up the upper one scenario where uh, you guys were in the dungeon together. Oh and yeah, well, like, I mean, yeah. we kind of heard uh, that enough, but you know, just yeah. in case you know you nope. wanted an <laughs> ultimate defense, you know, just run around and just saying peace out, homies. You know, just Sim could probably provide you with some techniques on how to address that. I mean, like, basically, if you're telling people to, like, run and they don't run fast enough and you know well, you're all going to die. <laughs> when you already take off and you're, like, halfway out the dungeon and they say run. And I'm thinking, hmm, what's happening right now? All of a sudden, they see these shields around him. He's just running off. I'm like, hey, well, what happened? He's like, run. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm done. You know, the, right. the, the best part about that was is like you had the pally bubble, right? But there's no teleportation or anything like that in Ashes, but in testing, control T. So it's not even a cast. It's an instant, right? And you're just like. Yeah, literally, I just saw him blip off of the screen. <laughs> I was like, first was like, they're coming out the walls. And then all of a sudden, he's they were gone. everywhere. I was like, yeah. go is, is, save yourself. Is the Paladin the new rogue? It's like the new Paladin the new rogue. No, like, that's not the real. Guys got playing Paladins. No, like that's not real. real. That's not yeah, real. For for somebody oh. that enjoys like sapping and waiting and sapping again, I mean, I, I expect this kind of behavior. Right, that's with okay. <laughs> I'm going to be a little bastard, Nash, as you just wait. <laughs> I mean, if things continue to go the way that they're going with the reinforcement that I've been uh experiencing so you're just gonna say you know why why if you can't beat him join him is what you're saying i'm not saying anything i'm not confirming or denying anything either you kind of just confirmed but i'm just no. you know, I'm, I'm, maybe we're just splitting hairs 
I'm gonna let the clip queen provide the, yeah. the evidence. That's cool. I know the people that are watching this uh, on YouTube or listening to this. Um, it sounds like they're making a really good argument, but I think it's important that you're just here when we're live so you can see how bad this actually looks uh, when we're live. Um, and uh, friends, I'm I'm jealous, man. I'm gonna be waiting to play Hogwarts Thursday. I'm looking forward to doing that for a little bit before our LFM show, which is looking for more podcasts. It's gonna be Thursday at 5 p.m. So if you listen to this when you enjoy this, definitely encourage you to be there because we've had a we got a dude. Our list is big, man. Oh, and we've got to watch that uh that episode that I we remember. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I already did. Oh, I'm gonna watch that tonight actually, and because we got some good conversations coming. So if you enjoy the rants here, you're definitely gonna enjoy them there. Um, but gentlemen, I'm gonna let you go ahead and shout out your domains. I'll be doing a post show for a little while tonight, so stick around. But gentlemen, why don't you let everybody know where you're where you're at when you're not here on the show dateless? Sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. And armor cell. And you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash island cell. Friends, this might be the end of today's show, but in closing, got to remind all of you whether you, uh, you know, you don't have to be here on this show to be a Pathfinder, right? It's literally all of you that are a part of this journey with us, whether you listen to it, you watch it on YouTube, you're here with us live, which I highly recommend. Much love to all of you, to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, live your best lives, walk in the light or dark light, and have a great night, everybody. We catch it up with you again real soon. Bye for now. Take care, everybody. Adios.